Welcome to episode 21 of the Battle Academy podcast. My name is Monica. You may know me in-game as Anthisa or on social media as Anthisa21. Thank you so much for joining me. Right now, we are currently in the thick of Ultra League and will be through the next couple of weeks, as well as Nightfall Cups that are happening until the end of the month before Silph Arena goes on their month break. But uh, this week, I am going to cover the different forms of Master League, and in the second half, we're going to take a look at the Holiday Cup. Now, all of this is going to run concurrently for two weeks, from Monday, December 28th to January 4th, 2020. And all of it looks really, really interesting, especially where Master League is concerned, and that's what we're going to focus on first. Now, Master League is going to be the usual setup. You're going to have Master League and Master League Premier Cup, which the only difference between those two, of course, is whether or not you're allowed to use Legendaries and Mythicals. This season, however, they are adding in the Master League Classic. Due to the addition of Candy XL for the Master League Classic, it is set to balance out the playing field for those of us who do not have an opportunity to power up our Pokemon beyond level 40. So, Master League Classic is going to limit that to a level 40 cap on your Pokemon. CPs will vary, but if your Pokemon is powered up over level 40, you can't use it for Master League Classic. So it's going to be really, really interesting once we get into looking at what the PV Poke rankings are. And I'm looking at the regular Master League right now, and let me tell you, it's I'm not seeing too many XL stuff, but it is assumed that XL candy is being used. And these are all powered up as high as possible. Your top Pokemon. This looks like an interesting shape shakeup from what we're used to seeing. Number one is going to be Grudon, Mudshot, Earthquake, Fire Punch. Number two, Melmetal. Three, Dialga, Giratina Origin Form, Shadow Snorlax, Ho-Oh, Mewtwo, Zekrom, Shadow Dragonite, Palkia, Lugia, Snorlax, Incarnate Landorus. Dragonite and Rashiram. And of course, Incarnate Form is the only Landorus in the game at the moment. So a lot of what we're seeing here is legendaries or pseudo-legendaries. The only starter that I've seen, I think, is the Swampert. Or does it even make it that high? The Swampert's not even listed here. So no starters. All of this is looking like legendaries or pseudo-legendaries, such as... Um, Snorlax, although I wouldn't really count that as a pseudo-legendary, but unless you have these Pokemon, you might want to stay out of the Master League. I don't see any regular kinds. Uh, Dragonite, there's one pseudo-legendary. Mamoswine, Shadow Mewtwo, Shadow Gyarados, Alter Giratina, and Swampert round out the top 20. You don't get a legendary until rank Uh, until number 20. It's going to be brutal if you're going to walk into the regular Master League this time because of the ability of powering up your Pokemon so high. It's gonna be tough, I'm telling you. Now that's just regular Master League. Then you take a look at Master League Premier. You're looking at Metagross, a pseudo-legendary. Garchomp, might as well be a pseudo-legendary. Dragonite, pseudo-legendary. Shadow Gyarados, might as well be a pseudo-legendary. Shadow Snorlax, Shadow Dragonite again. 
Gyarados, Shadow Metagross, Snorlax, Togekiss, another pseudo-legendary, Shadow Magnezone, regular Magnezone, Swampert, Mamoswine, Shadow Machamp, regular Machamp, Conkledur, Shadow Swampert, Shadow Gardevoir, and Shadow Electrovire. This one is going to be a little bit different. And the, the difference being is that you're seeing a lot of blues designating dragons or water types or steel types. I'm willing to guess that once we get into looking at the Master League, Classic Cup is not listed. I don't see the Master Classic listed, but I do know that this is going to be crazy going into Premier Cup and regular Master. I believe that PV Poke will get the Master League Classic posted at some point, so we can take a look at that. I will provide links. I don't think I'll be able to get an episode put together in time once that information comes forward because everybody's kind of focused on the Ultra League stuff right now. But looking at these Pokemon, these are the Pokemon that are very hard to build up if you insist on being free to play or you're not a grinder player. So going into these cups is going to be very, very hard and it is going to be a pain in the butt to handle. This is why I think it's going to be a good idea not to look at the lead of the meta, but to look at the counter of the meta. Where Metagross, we have number one in the Premier Cup. It's going to take wins on Togekiss, Dragonite, Machamp, Mamoswine, Conkledor. So you're going to want to look at building a Gyarados, a Snorlax, a Magnezone, Garchomp, or Swampert. If you have a good built Swampert from last season, you might want to consider if you were able to encounter enough mudkips during the Community Day event, getting some of that XL candy built in so you can power up that Swampert even higher. So that's just one problem you're going to have to deal with. Then, of course, Garchomp coming in. It's going to take wins on Metagross, Magnezone, Snorlax, Machamp, Swampert. Your counters for Garchomp are going to be Gyarados, Togekiss, Dragonite, Hippowdon, or Shadow Weevil. Hopefully, uh, you took advantage of what happened a couple of months ago when we got the Togetic in the weekly research. I think taking advantage of that and getting as much Togekiss and Togepi candy out of that is definitely going to be your best position in this situation. I did my best to make sure I got one every week, so hopefully you guys did too. Gyarados, Shadow Gyarados. To counter that, you're going to look at Dragonite, Togekiss, Garchomp, Magnezone, Mamoswine. Good luck if you want to build a Garchomp. Hopefully you've been lucky enough to get enough Gibble that you're able to build one up. Uh, unfortunately, not all of us have access to Gibble, so looking at the the other counters, anyway, is definitely best bet. Dragonite, for sure, I think would be very worthwhile building. It's had a few community days. It was one of the first community days in 2018. And if you get enough windy weather, hopefully that plays to your advantage. Uh, I do know Dragonite is kind of hard to get your hands on nowadays. Shadow Snorlax, I have maybe one or two, but building them up is hard as they're not as easy to get. So to counter Shadow Snorlax, you're going to want to look at Dragonite, Gyarados, Garchomp, Machamp, and Conkledur. With the previous Community Day and stuff, building up a good Gyarados shouldn't be too hard, so definitely look for that. Then you're going to have, like, the Magnezone, 
Shadow Magnazone has losses against Snorlax, Swampert, Mamoswine, Conkledur, and Garchomp. And regular Magnazone, pardon me, is facing losses against Machamp, Snorlax, Swampert, Conkledur, and Mamoswine. So basically, if you can look at some of these top Pokemon and see which ones you already have somewhat built up that you know you can grind a little bit more extra XL candy or whatever on them, I think that's a good tactic to go with going into Master League Premier Cup. The regular Master League Cup is going to be, I think it's going to be a lot harder to deal with. To counter Grudon, look for losses that its losses are against Kyogre, Dragonite, Lugia, Incarnate Landorus and Verizian. Those are a little harder to grind candies for, especially Verizian. I don't know how much XL candy it takes to, or how much regular candy it takes to get one XL for Verizian, but I do know there is no power up a Pokemon using one XL candy. They, they just don't work that way. Melmetal takes counters against Origin Giratina, Kyogre, Altered Giratina, Groudon, and Mewtwo. So those are the ones you're going to want to look to build up, especially with the current Giovanni event going on. If you haven't completed it already, you can get a really good Shadow Mewtwo, or hopefully you've gotten a really good Mewtwo and you've grinded enough candies on it that you can get those XL candies to build it up and power it up as high as you can. And going into Ultra League and Master League, that is going to be the key. Powering up your Pokemon as high as you can, with, of course, the exception of the Classic Cup, which those rankings aren't out yet. Hopefully, they will be within the next week, and we will see those when they come out. Also, tough one to look for countering Mewtwo, because that's going to be hard, because I know a lot of people are going to have that Mewtwo powered up. Your key losses from Mewtwo are going to be against Origin, Giratina, Groudon, Altered Giratina, Dragonite, and Lugia. So look to kind of build those up. The thing about this Master Cup is there are so many legendaries in the top 20. It is going to be a pain in the butt because a lot of these are showing that the only way to counter legendaries is with other legendaries. Like the key losses for Landorus, Togekiss, a pseudo-legendary, Origin Giratina, Altered Giratina, Kyogre and Dragonite, another pseudo-legendary. It's going to be a rough couple of weeks if you want to stay doing solely the Master Cup or the Master Premier Cup. It's going to be hard. Oh my gosh, it's going to be hard. Swampert doesn't come in until rank 20. I mean, I know you're still going to see this thing everywhere. Swampert's going to be everywhere because everybody's got it. With the community weekend having happened, I think we're going to see a lot of it as everybody will have built it up and hopefully gotten as many candies as they can to get those XL candies. If you're wanting to counter Swampert, Togekiss, Origin Giratina, Kyogre, Groudon, and Altered Giratina. Altered Giratina and Origin Giratina, both those forms are showing up a lot in the counters. So if you have Giratina candy, consider powering up your Giratina. I know it's really hard to kind of look at it and go, I can't, I cannot fathom powering up a legendary because of the dust cost. I understand that entirely. I have to do, or I had to do the power up a legendary 20 times task 
for the research for level 41, which I still haven't hit yet because I only recently hit 20 or 40, excuse me, a couple weeks ago. But yeah, it hurts. The stardust is going to hurt. You are going to need to pop a good number of star pieces as you can to grind that stardust if you're wanting to take on the Master League. Even as I scroll past Swampert, I'm still seeing legendaries. Togekiss shows up, pseudo-legendary. Metagross, pseudo-legendary. Zapdos, Regirock, Kyogre, Regice, Mew, Gyarados, pseudo-legendary. Latios, Shadow Metagross, pseudo-legendary. Shadow Zapdos, Shadow... I was about said Shadow Gardevoir, but Shadow Articuno's in here. Kyurem, regular Articuno. They're fully taking advantage of these legendaries being available. And of course, the Premier Cup, where you remove the legendaries, it's still all these hard-to-beat Pokemon, including Mamoswine. If you have a perfect counter for Machamp, I think you're okay there. Uh, Magna... Ma- Metagross, Dragonite, Magnezone, Gyarados, Garchomp. It's these cups... This next week, next couple of weeks, it's going to be tough. It's going to be, oh, so very tough. I wish you all the luck in the world with those. All right. Master League, it looks rough. Let us take a look at the Holiday Cup. For the Holiday Cup, this is this season's limited type cup. And, of course, only certain ones will be allowed your type range, normal, grass, electric, ice, flying, and ghost. And don't worry about tagging Pokemon for Holiday Cup. Know that you need to build them up beforehand. Holiday Cup will be 1500 and under, so everything's going to be in Great League. I think for this week, that's where I'm going to stay is in the Holiday Cup. And it's going to be interesting. Your top-ranked Pokemon for the Holiday Cup, Altaria, Vigoroth, Diggersby XL, Obstagoon, Alolan Graveler, Frostlass, Alolan Marowak, Snowy Castform, Lantern, Skarmory, Shadow Magnezone, Stunfisk, Regular Magnezone, Wigglytuff, and Dugong. My predictions for what you're going to see the most of are going to be Altaria, Alolan Marowak, Skarmory, I'm willing to bet Stunfisk for sure, Wigglytuff, and Dugong. I don't know how well that Diggersby performs, but I will add Obstagoon onto my list of what to expect. Diggersby, I'm not entirely sure. Diggersby, let's take a little look at him. He's going to win against Alolan Marowak. You may see him a little more, or you may want to build your own then. Skarmory, ooh, that's nice. Alolan Graveler, Stunfisk, and Wigglytuff. Your key losses are going to be against Vigoroth, Obstagoon, Altaria, Abomasnow, and Lapras. And yes, I will wager on regularly seeing Lapras and Abomasnow as well, even though they don't make the top 15. Rounding out the top 20 is going to be regular Diggersby, Charizard, Shadow Electrovire, Snorlax, and XL Lickitung. It's really interesting that Lapras really could shine here, but it doesn't even show up in the top 20. It's really, really interesting. There are some other interesting Pokemon showing up as well, including Mandibuzz, Shadow Skarmory, Alolan Golem, Whimsicott, Driftblim, Shadow Dragonite, Sableye XL, definitely taking advantage of Shadow and Ghost typings, Zangoose, Cradilly. Ah, Lapras comes in at number 43. That's pretty low ranking for Lapras. I'm very used to seeing it, especially in Open Great League. So finding it that low is really, really interesting. Basically, 
you're still going to see some of your normal expected Pokemon that you would run into the uh, BBML, if you will, of Great League with a few plus or minuses. Uh, you're not going to see many of the Mud Boys showing up. I don't think they're allowed due to the ground typing. I don't see Swampert at all. So no Mud Boys is going to be interesting because you don't get the ground typing. Not very many grass types either. There's only three in the top 35 and none of them show up in the top 20. So grass types will be a little scarce. Basically, you're looking at, of course, a lot of ice and a lot of normal types. The occasional fire type. Stunfisk shows up despite the fact that you don't get to have the mud boys. And of course, you don't get to have any of the mud boys because water types are not allowed. Or any Pokemon that has a dual typing that is water ground is not allowed. Therefore, of course, you're not going to see Swampert in the Holiday Cup because those two types are not allowed. Electric does make a very good show in here. There's plenty of them to look at. Magnezone, both forms, Electrovire, Zapdos, Raichu. Definitely, if you have a Raichu, it may be worthwhile. Alolan Raichu is also considerable to use as well. However, with the very limited amount of steel that are actually showing up and you're more likely to encounter a Skarmory over everything, I wouldn't worry too much about having an electric Pokemon. It just depends. You'll need to weigh out the risks versus the benefits. Of course, you can always consider going for a Stunfisk. Make sure that Stunfisk has Thundershock as its as uh, its fast move that is available, and you'll be good to go. Galarian Stunfisk, however, is not eligible, so you're not going to see that little guy at all. So I would say my top picks for the Holiday Cup, you're going to look at Community Day Pokemon you may already have built up, or anything you may already have built up from Great League. Altaria... Skarmory, Obstagoon, Alolan Marowak, Stunfisk, Wigglytuff, and if you're lucky enough to have the double legacy Dugong, I say go for it. I wouldn't worry too much about spending too much dust on the Holiday Cup or worrying about what elite TMs or TMs you need to use. Just use what you've already got built up and you should be okay to go for the Holiday Cup. And like I said, with Master League looking as rough as it does, I think that's where I'm going to hang out for the next couple of weeks is the Holiday Cup. All right, I am going to take a quick little break. We're going to do the little bit of shameless self-promotion and, of course, your Pokemon of the week and a little announcement concerning the next episode of Battle Academy Podcast. I'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to the show. A little shameless self-promotion before I get going. First off, I am going to start by announcing the winner of the AR postcard giveaway that we did last week. We do have a winner for that. And the winner that was drawn for my card was DeFiE250. Congratulations again. I know we already discussed this out on uh, Instagram and everything, but I just... 
feel like it's worth pointing it out here as well. Let me know if you're interested in doing more contests and stuff like this. I do have a few leftover copies of the Detective Pikachu movie poster that I'm seriously considering giving away one or two of them when I hit maybe the first anniversary of the show or maybe my anniversary on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. I think that would be a really fun thing to do. So let me know if you're up for more things like that and random giveaways and such. You can always give me all that feedback and information, of course, through my Twitter or Instagram. My handle is anthisa21, anthisa.21 on Instagram. Just a heads up, that dot is important. You can also email me at anerdblog at gmail.com. Comments, questions, constructive feedback. I appreciate all of it. I am also on a few different Discord servers, including the Pogo Photo Discord, the Pelo Amigos Discord, as well as a few others. So if you're interesting, interested in getting a hold of me, you can reach out in any of those places as well. If you're interested in listening to this podcast or my sister show, Catan Public Radio, you can catch those episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and I try to make sure I have the episodes up and available on YouTube as soon as I can. I didn't get the Nightfall Cup one posted to YouTube. I will get that fixed as soon as possible. Promise. You can also check me out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights on my Twitch stream. I try to be on by about... 10 to 11 central sometimes it's a little later but i'm always playing something on there i am a variety nintendo streamer i also do a little bit of xbox as well so if you're interested in any of that or you want to just come hang and chat by all means hit me up it i try to have a lot of fun and make it as fun as i can i also want to say a huge huge thank you to all of you guys for listening to this show this is the first year ish I've done this podcast. It's about six months old now, and we have hit 500 downloads across seven countries. My mind is blown. I am incredibly ecstatic about this. Thank you so much for listening. Just the fact that even if you make it to a little bit ways through an episode, the fact that you're listening means the world to me. I have received some comments over the months from different people who are enjoying the podcast. They love the podcast and everything. And you don't know how much those positive words mean to me. I do go through a bit of a mental struggle sometimes thinking that, you know, I'm just sending my voice off into the void and that it's just sitting there. But knowing that you guys are listening and everything, that means a lot to me. I do have a Patreon set up. I've considered setting up a tip jar and stuff. But you know what? That that doesn't matter. You don't have to support me like that. I understand money is a tight thing right now. And please know, just by the fact that you've even clicked to start the show means that this has shown up on your radar somehow and you're curious about it. And just that means a lot to me. This has been so, so very much fun for me. I hope it's been as much fun for you. I hope you're learning things. I hope you're getting better as battlers, girls that PvP. However you play and enjoy Pokemon Go, I hope this has helped in some way. I truly am excited about everything that is going on. And 
what the future for Battle Academy looks like, what the future for me looks like. I recently got some really, really good news today that I did not expect to get to go my way involving Battle Academy. I... I'm really, really super excited, and I am so super glad and thankful that you guys decided to join me on this journey that above and beyond means more than anything else. So thank you so much for all of this. As a little heads up as we go into the week of Christmas, the week of New Year's, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that there will not be an episode of Battle Academy next week as I will be taking next week off from podcasting to focus on the week leading up to Christmas. I'm a little off and iffy where my personal religious beliefs go, but for my family in general, my parents, my brothers and sisters, all of us in our little tiny house on top of each other. Um, (laughs) It is a big holiday for them. It is a big holiday religiously for my family. So I am going to take that week off to kind of spend that time with them. Whatever holiday you celebrate, whatever it is, I hope that it is absolutely wonderful. I hope that it makes up for this turd of a year that this year has been. Oh my gosh, I hope you have the most joyous, wonderful holiday season. If it's Christmas, if it's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Yule, whatever you celebrate this season, I hope it is absolutely delightful. And I hope you have an absolutely spectacular new year. I will not be posting another show until the new year starts. But I will continue to try and do things to put out some kind of social media through all of that as well. And I am definitely going to read through emails, any comments I receive. So know that I may not be putting out another episode of Battle Academy until 2021. But I am still listening for feedback and comments. Whatever you guys want to let me know. Or excuse me, whatever you all want to let me know. I am still working on removing guys from my vocabulary as a gender neutral term. So I I do my best. (laughs) Please forgive me. All right. Before I completely wrap up everything, let's take a look at a Holiday Cup Pokemon of the week. And I am going to pick... This one is probably a little off the radar. Not one you'd normally look at. Let's take a look at Snowy Cast Form. The move set they're recogn- the move set they're requesting for Snowy Cast Form. Powder Snow, Ice Weather Ball, and Blizzard. It takes key wins against Skarmory, Altaria, Stunfisk, Wigglytuff, and XL Diggersby. However, it's taking losses against Alolan Marowak, Obstagoon, Vigoroth, Alolan Graveler, and Dugong. Fast moves available are Powder Snow and Tackle. are choosing Powder Snow. So if you've got a good IV snowy cast form, you definitely want to prep it a little bit the best you can. And the good thing about cast form candy is I don't think very many people are spending it as they catch these little buggers. So definitely worthwhile to consider if you have the candy to back it up. Charge moves. Weather Ice Ball is the heavy preference at 76%. The next one being Ice Beam at 13.9%. But they recommend Blizzard. This is a very interesting thing. It happens from time to time. Ice Beam, people think it apparently does better than Blizzard. 
but PV Poke is recommending Blizzard. It is primarily an ice type with f weaknesses against fighting, fire, rock, and steel, and resistance to ice. It's going to do some pretty decent damage whatever it's facing up against. Your rank 1 and IVs are going to be level 40 with an IV spread of 3, 14, 15. And that is the little bitty thing known as Snowy Cast Form. Alrighty, I think that's going to do it for me. That is going to make an episode. Again, thank you so much for joining me. It means more than you know that you've joined me on this journey. I hope you have a wonderful time of day it is, wherever you're at. I hope you have a fantastic holiday season and a spectacularly awesome new year. I will see you all on the flip side of the calendar. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.